Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. I can take them to a place uh, personally that they can't get to themselves. Right back in this game! Big expectations. They got to buy into that, and it's not going to be comfortable at times. I pull and I root for the team because I know if the team's playing well, it makes the people in the city excited and happy. You know, we're in this thing to win. This game is over. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Plus. This is Milan Lucci. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, Stop for joining you. This is Oilers Now. What is that from? Uh, I'm just, I'm having some fun with you. Uh, yes. Yes, indeed. Brandon, you wanted to jump in there right away. Are you a Game of uh, Thrones fan, by the way? You know what? I, I'm not in the one percentile who's never seen it. I gave the entire first season a shot. It's okay. not really for me. I, I can't buy so, into it. You know what? Not everything has to be for everybody. I agree. Okay. That's uh, something that people maybe need to live, live by. We'll get more on that in a second. Now. This is Oilers Now. It's brought to you by Digitex. PCs, copiers, supplies, printers, laptops, IT, plotters, software. Now Digitex can manage your corporate cell phone plan, saving your company money. All your devices managed at digitex.ca. Brendan, I have two sets of friends that I meet for, you know, uh, casual conversation and beverages uh, every couple of weeks. And there's about four of us in in each group, and we're split on that show, mm-hmm. on, on Game of Thrones. So a couple of us really like it. A couple of guys can't stand it. That's all cool. Let's see. You're allowed to be that way, aren't you? Like, is... And believe it or not, you don't have to go to social media and talk about how you feel. You yeah. can just feel the way you feel, and that's really? okay. Really? Because uh, I got well, the sense, you know, <laughs> just watching the response on the election uh, that occurred on Tuesday night, uh, well, I certainly knew know how a lot of the younger uh, demographic mm-hmm. felt about what uh, transpired that night. And again, today, I, I t- and I rarely do this, but Rex Murphy, who works for CBC, is uh, to me uh, a guy that uh, he's an excellent contributor, uh, wrote a really fair and balanced piece on what occurred here in Alberta. One in which he outright complimented both Jason Kenney and Rachel Notley and placed partly uh, I guess failure for the uh, NDP to get reelected on Justin Trudeau. Now, as a true Albertan, uh, I, I never have a problem with targeting a Trudeau at the best of times, or in this case right now, maybe what's been the worst of times of late. Uh, but I think it really, uh, really 
clearly it struck a chord with some people who, uh, I don't want to see that. I, and I'm like, did you actually read the piece to see how balanced it was? Like, it wasn't like, you couldn't tell if he was left of center, right of center, or like 90% of you probably out there right now listening, somewhere down the middle. This is Oilers Now. We'll have some fun on today's show. Uh, we'll hit on a couple other talk it, topics besides, not Rick Tockett, uh, a couple other topics besides uh, NHL playoffs. We will have a recap of last night's game. We're going to replay a clip from Al May that had a lot of you chuckling yesterday. Uh, Sportsnet color analyst Louis DeBrusque at 1235. At 105 today, the uh, former president of Calgary Flames, longtime NHL executive, was a GM in Toronto, a GM in Vancouver, a GM in Anaheim. Brian Burke, uh, for our friends, a Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service, electrical prefabrication and solar. And at 135, we have a huge... Fo- I, I know the show's called Oilers now, and it's on a Edmonton radio station. We have a massive following in, in Red Deer. And I know this because the amount of texts we get on our Heartland Ford text line that come from Red Deer on a daily basis. Uh, Red Deer Rebels play-by-play voice. Our WHL insider, Cam Moon, to set up the next two uh, playoff series, I guess the conference finals, that'll take place uh, that gets started uh, tomorrow night. So that's our guest list. Here's how you get hold of us. You can reach us on our Heartland Ford text line. Heartland Ford out in Fort Saskatchewan. Think all dealerships are the same. Think again. Experience a vehicle on your terms with no pressure at Heartland Ford. Uh, you can also reach us on a River Creek Resort and Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. Brought to you by the River Creek Resort and Casino. They've got comedian Wayne Brady at the River Creek Friday, April 26th. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. Full disclosure on Game of Thrones, by the way. Like, I didn't start watching until, like, season four. And then canceled. Now my son wants to watch it, and he's 12. And I'm thinking there might be some scenes in that show. And then I'm like, you know, I'm a liberal guide in certain regards. You know, might as well start learning about life and that sort of thing, right? But it's, uh, hey, it's uh, it's great theater on TV. It, it's great TV. It's it's the genre that I think gets some people. But as far as the cinematography, great. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, well, let's get into our Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct work. Where, uh, By the way, you can text us, 630, 630. Uh do you like Game of Thrones? Do you hate Game of Thrones? And if you do like it, why do you like it? Uh, for direct workwear, for product knowledge, compliance, great pricing and innovation, directworkwear.com, an Edmonton-based company. Yesterday, we had Al May on the show, longtime Washington Capitals player and broadcaster. Al's a little old school and uh, obviously didn't have a problem with Alexander Ovechkin dropping uh, Andrei Svechnikov in a fight that uh, got some of the people out there a little bit uh, concerned and and suggested it was somehow assault. Here's what Al uh, May had to say about the people that want fighting out of hockey. You know, it was a fight, and uh, the same people that uh, don't like it and, and want it all out of the game are the same people that were probably in control of the province of Alberta last, last, last term. See, I don't know if there's a direct correlation there. But it was certainly <laughs> got a lot of response on yesterday's show. So, uh, you know, Al, Al does live in Texas. But uh, what a guest. He's a beauty. You do want people to have opinion. That's part of the, you know, you know that guy's show. The problem with that guy's show is he's so opinionated. Well, you know what it is? You know, talk radio, talk sports. Like, relative to everything else. So just so everybody establishes this right now. In spite of the fact that, like, I, I, I went and saw, I visited with a couple clients today. 
Brendan, this morning, okay? And, uh, oh, it must be tough right now, you know? You guys are out of the playoffs. Every tweet you put out about the Oilers, you draw a comparable to another organization. You get a certain segment of the fan base that want to kick the snot out of you. You know, you missed the playoffs 12 out of 13 years. This is the toy department of life. You know, I have friends that are detectives that have worked on cases that did not go their way. And it haunts them. That's serious stuff. I'm frustrated that Edmonton's in the position they are, especially given that today, four years ago, the Edmonton Oilers won the lottery and got Connor McDavid back in 2015. And we all know where we were. If you're an Edmontonian and an Oilers fan, you know where you were on April 18th, 2015, when the Oilers won the lottery. You know where you were. I was in the process of heading off to a dinner that night uh, with Jack Michaels. That uh, had we were we were the fill-in guests because a player had left town. So a couple of uh, uh, individuals who donated something for charity and stepped up to the plate, right? They got stuck with the consolation prizes with Jack and me. But you know what happened? The orders won the lottery that night. And after I did my phone hit in with Reed Wilkins, we went racing in here, did a little segment, whatever. Boom. Went down to the restaurant in the city south side. They are not an advertiser of the show, but we'll give them a plug. It was Besteca. Every single person at each table stopped and talked. To, you know, as I made my way to the table, which was in a separate area of the restaurant, everybody wanted to talk about it. We all remember where we were, and nobody's happy that the Oilers have missed the playoffs three of the four years with Connor McDavid. Nonetheless, it was incredible that the Oilers got him. It was a special moment, and my guess is, for most of you listening to the show, you'll always remember where you were. Now, are you disappointed that the Oilers organization couldn't make more of it? Absolutely. Are you frustrated? Absolutely. Um, Some people want to point fingers. I will say this. It's a little bit hard hosting a show called Oilers Now where you don't, you have an interim general manager, his name's Keith Gretzky, an interim head coach, his name's Ken Hitchcock. We're not sure what's going to happen moving forward. Bob Nicholson's gone underground. Right, And how do you not assess a certain percentage of the blame to a guy that had the keys to the kingdom? And that's obviously being Peter Shirelli. Because when you do a forensic audit of the moves, hey, the situation is what it is. Pete Shirelli, if he was listening right now to this show, would be the first guy to take accountability for the failure of the organization to gain traction moving forward. He had the biggest say in what occurred here, player-wise, asset management-wise, those sort of things. So... Not in the playoffs. As an aside, uh, somebody just sent a text in, hey, Stoff, uh, you know, why don't you ever talk about the Eskimos? Well, I love the Eskimos. I've said this before. I'm an Oilers fan, an Eskimos fan, an Oil Kings fan, a U of A fan of specifically hockey and football, and a Bakersfield Condors fan. To me, the the Eskimos don't have a president right now, do they? You know who they should hire to be their president? Patrick LaForge. They have a lot of empty seats in that building. He did a good job keeping, helping, you know, came up with some strategies. It speaks volumes, too, to the fan base in Edmonton that the Oilers building was full during some very dark times. That's the guy. I don't know if he wants to do it, but if I was uh, with the Eskimo board, I'd reach out because, to me, he'd be a step up from the guy that uh, was there before. All righty. Uh, let's get into the Oilers now audio vault in terms of playoff action last night. You watched Toronto Boston last night, Brendan? I caught the highlights. You caught the highlights. I did. Okay. I watched the whole game. And? Every, well, you know what? I thought Boston might have been a little bit lucky. Seriously, Toronto was coming on late. 
They did, however, get an empty netter uh, from Joe Kim Nordstrom that gives them a 6-4 victory. This is from the Bruins Radio Network. Far corner, here's Ennis down low, 9. Krejci flipped it ahead, Martian, it's flipped ahead, Nordstrom, over the line, chipped it toward the net, he scores! With two seconds remaining, here in regulation, the Boston Bruins with an empty netter from Joaquin Nordstrom have taken a 6-4 lead over the Maple Leafs here in T.O. Series tied 2-2. That is Judd Surratt, who worked for years in Chicago's pregame show, did some of the Chicago Wolves broadcasts as well, went to Boston a couple of years ago. Did you watch any of the Calgary-Colorado game? I did. That was, Mike, a, that was a great game. Mike Smith was incredible. In he, that was. Game. he was. He was fantastic. But so was Grubauer. Yeah, there was some <laughs> That was a good game. Those yeah. are those are two pretty good teams, and you know what? Colorado is fast. They are top to bottom fast throughout the course of their lineup. It cannot be denied. Even you know, there's not a drop off. They play those top three players together. Those guys absolutely are an amazing line. Arguably one of the well, there's no argument. They're one of the top three lines in the National Hockey League. Okay, we know that. Uh, so let's go to uh, Connor McGay. He's the play-by-play voice of the Colorado Avalanche with this call on Miko Rantanen's overtime winner. As trying to clear the zone, they do. Gabriel Landeskog brings it in. Landeskog right down Broadway. Far side, Soderberg. Rantanen, one-timer. Score! Yeah! Baby! What a one-timer from Miko Rantanen! The fantastic Finn is the overtime hero! So he gets both of those goals last night, yeah. Bob. He brings them into the tie, and then he gets the overtime winner. He was a lottery pick, but in my opinion, he's still, like, he just kind of came out of the woodwork in, in terms of how he's been able to perform. Did you see this kind of ceiling for him when he was drafted? Well, he went 10th, as you know, and uh, we're talking Ranton and not McKinnon, right? Correct. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, I know I've told the story. I sort of sub-referenced it last night on Twitter as well, and, of course, got some of the haters out there. And Two years ago, the Colorado Avalanche won 22 games. So let's not forget, Patrick LaForge, stiff, or Patrick LaForge. Patrick, he, you know what? Patrick can do a lot of things. I don't know if he can be an NHL head coach. Patrick Waugh stiffed the, um, the Colorado Avalanche late. Didn't get his way in some things. Elected to move away from the organization. And the guy that actually was pretty big on um, the head coach now with Colorado is who? Who's coaching them? Jared Bednar. Jared Bednar. Jack Michaels. Bob, I'm telling you, this guy can coach. Well, the Jared Bednar story is this. Chris McFarlane was the assistant general manager to Scott Housen in Columbus and was still with Columbus, and Jared Bednar was his guy. And he put Jared Bednar in position to coach their farm team, which was in Cleveland, I believe, that year, and they won the Calder Cup. And subsequent to that, what happened is Waugh left like late in August. So they had to make a late uh, change, and so they, they, they hired Jared Bender. So let's move this forward here. Bender had very little time to prep for the year. Uh, Varlamov got hurt in 2016-17. They had a lot of older, heavier forwards that lacked foot speed. They won 22 games. Matt Duchesne, you know, all through going up into the trade deadline in 2016-17. So in February of 2017, we were hearing about how Duchesne was out there and was available and had, you know, something had to give. He wasn't happy in Colorado, wasn't yada, 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 the whole routine. And 
you know, was Joe Sackick in over his head? I, I got to be frank with you, Brendan. I thought Joe was in trouble. Like, I'm like, why would a guy who made, like, I don't know what he made. He must have made over $80, $90 million. Why the hell would he want to be an NHL GM? That is a grinding job. Like, you, a good GM makes 2 to $3 million a year. Why would you, if you're Joe and you made all that money and your kids are coming up through hockey, why would you want to do that? And then he's got to inherit the He's got the situation here of Duchesne. He's one of his best players. Nate McKinnon had, like, 53 points. That's it. In 2016-17, Ranton went minus 25 that season. Like they had a tie, they had no team speed. I saw uh, the aforementioned McFarland. I know I've mentioned this before. The orders were in Nashville, and he looked at me and said, "Bob, we are the slowest team the league has seen in the last 10 years." And I vow, this has been a humbling experience for our organization. We are going to be quicker. We're going to be better. We're going to focus on speed, quickness, and skill. Don't forget who our general manager is. For those of you that don't know this, there were people in the Western Hockey League that didn't think Joe Sackett could play. Not in the NHL, in the Western League, in the in the in the uh, mid to late 1980s, there were people that thought, "Ah, he's not going to be able to stick it out in this league." That's right. So, McFarland told me we we're going to focus and emphasize speed, quickness, skill, hockey sense, those sort of things. And then he looked at me and said. And you guys have to be careful because the league's moving a certain direction. And you guys might get too heavy. Interesting thought. Here we are two years later. I have all the world amount of respect for the Calgary Flames. I think they got a really good team. Brendan, you're watching that series. The three games. Last three games. Who's been the better team? Colorado. Is Colorado has been, circles around them. Mike Smith, who was the big question mark. Mike Smith is saving Calgary's butt here. The, the caliber of scoring opportunities um, in the kill zone, it's not even close the last three games. And Colorado has a 3-1 lead. One minor... Okay, and you asked me about Rantanen? No way I thought he'd be this good. I thought he could be 25 goals, 60 points. I thought Paul Yarby could be 25 goals, 60 points. I'm not sure, yes, he's going to get there. And Ratnan is, in a healthy season, a 40-goal, 100-point guy. He would have been like he would have been up there if he didn't get derailed with injuries. Maybe a 90-point guy. One more point on Calgary. It is interesting. What have you thought of Monaghan and Goodrow so far? Where have they been? Okay. We know this about Calgary. If you look at the Twitter follows for the Calgary sports personalities compared to the Edmonton sports personalities or the I know what the radio listenership numbers are, the broadcast between the two markets in the regular season, Edmonton has way more passionate fans about the Oilers than the Flames do. If if Johnny Goodrow was in Edmonton playing like that, there would be more heat on him than he is in Calgary right now. And and you know what? I don't even know if that's fair. You're just what you said is true. Where are they? They got to get going here. But Wow. Like, are you betting against... I have to think Colorado can win one of the next three games. I don't know if Calgary can come back. And as for Daily Doug, his little tweet last night about Derek Ryan, of course it hurts seeing Derek Ryan's. I'm, I'm cheering for Derek. I wanted Edmonton to sign him not once, not twice, but three times. Couldn't sell it. What can I tell you? Got no pull. Twelve twenty four in Edmonton. Of course, the the Dallas Stars just routed Nashville last night. Chris Cuthbert from uh, NBCSN. Chance here. And he made no mistake. 
That's former oiler Jolton Joe Micheletti with former CBC Edmonton reporter and on-air personality Chris Cuthbert. So that's a look at the orders now. Audio Vault, it's 1224 at Edmonton. Again, you can text us at 630-630. Brendan Escott's up next with NHL Today for Elite Promotional Marketing. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 12-27 in Edmonton. Let's go to NHL Today. It's brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing. More than just sportswear. Here's Brennan Escott. Thanks, Bob. Well, we'll take a look around the playoff matchups tonight. Carolina does host Washington, trying to even that series up at two. The Blues and Jets playing game five in Winnipeg tonight. And Vegas can close out San Jose on the road in the nightcap, bringing a 3-1 series lead into California. Andre Svechnikov, you ter- talked about the fight uh, towards the beginning of the show. He remains in concussion protocol after that fight with Ovechkin. He did skate this morning, will not play tonight. Sidney Crosby will not join Team Canada for the upcoming World Championship. 31-year-old says he's at the age where he wants to use the time to start nursing some nagging injuries. Bakersfield Condors kicking off their best of five opening round series against the Colorado Eagles on the road tomorrow night. Games one and two on the road. Remember the final three games of the best of five at home for the Condors. Oil Kings kicking off the Eastern Conference Final on the road in Prince Albert. Their games one and two Friday and Saturday. Three and four coming back to Rogers Place on Tuesday and Wednesday. And and in the AJ, the Brooks Bandits will face off with the BCHL's Prince George Spruce Kings for the Doyle Cup, which has the right to represent the Pacific Division at the National Junior A Championship in May. Remember, though, Brooks is hosting, so both teams actually have already qualified for the Big Dance U18 World Championship finally, beginning today with a couple of early games. Canada gearing up to play Finland right about now. Puck dropping in a couple of minutes. Uh, Dylan Cousins, Peyton Krebs on that roster of note, Bob. Alrighty, uh, you can text us at 630, 630. Dylan out says, Bob, I'm a big fan of the show. Also a big Game of Thrones fan because the show doesn't hold back from showing what people really want to see. I like that you don't talk Eskimos because deep down we all know Edmonton's a one-horse town. Hopefully the Oilers turn around uh, next season. Well, we do talk the Eskimos. So I defer in terms of the day-to-day uh, sort of happenings with the Eskimos to Morley and Dave. But uh, hey, man, I care about the Eskimos. Absolutely. Again, you can text us at 630-630. We'll get to several other texts during the course of the show. Off to a global news weather traffic update, Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.